Welcome to The Lively Show. Let's explore the beauty of being alive. Hello, my friends, and welcome to today's show. Today, I have another follow-up episode with my dear, close friend, Jessica Gina in Detroit, Michigan. You may remember Jessica from our May 19th episode this year. In that episode, she was giving a little update and background about herself and where she is in her life, and now we're going to do a follow-up with her and a fun chat about all things that are going on in her life and what online dating has looked like for me lately as well. Before we dive into that, I also wanted to share that Align Miss, the discount we're offering for this holiday season for you at bellalively.com is still happening until December 11th. So if you've wanted to take a class or gift one to anybody in your life, you're welcome to do so 22% off and you get two subscriptions to the class that you purchase. So you can either keep one and gift one or gift both subscriptions to that class. If you would like to, the choice is yours. Head over to bellalively.com and then when you're checking out, use the discount code Alignmas, A-L-I-G-N-M-A-S to get the discount. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. Okay. So we last had you, my friend, on the show, May 19th, which we just Googled to find out <laughs> when was the last time you were here. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't mean we haven't talked since May 19th. How many hours have we talked today so far? <laughs> probably at least an hour. And that's light, probably. An hour, at least. Maybe, no, two, because I think, or a half hour before I went to Soho House and then on the walk back before Pilates. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. Hour and a half. So I, this is a fun fact about Jess. She's pretty much a polar bear and she's in Detroit. And it's what, <laughs> how many degrees was it this morning? It was 25 degrees. How many degrees was it this morning? It was 25 it was 25. And what mm-hmm. were you doing while we were talking the second call? <laughs> Drinking a nice coffee outside. <laughs> She's crazy. It's 25 mm-hmm. degrees Fahrenheit for those, you know, I'm sure everyone knows that. She's in America. Yeah. In Detroit, yeah. 25 degrees with a nice coffee, standing outside chatting to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's heroic levels I... of, of cold tolerance. <laughs> it is. I was bundled though, so. You are bundled. All right. So speaking of bundled, this, this is a phrase that I learned from a guy I dated years ago from San Diego. I would go in the water. We met in Mexico and he's like, you got bundled, man. And like, that was like, I would get tossed around like a rag doll in the waves. And at the last interview that you and I just had in May, uh-huh. you were getting bundled by life pretty hard. If you guys go back to that episode, she said she felt, and this, she told me you were feeling like Cinderella at the time. Yeah, not the not the fairy tale version, the house cleaning version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the support staff version of Cinderella. Okay, so exactly. before the glow up. Okay, so uh, how exactly. has the glow up for Cinderella been since May nineteenth? Well, a couple weeks ago, I would have said great, but lately I've been feeling a bit shaky. But I had a good summer. I got a new deal with my freelance company, and money was coming in busy. And then a bunch of things kind of dried up at once and another job opportunity came up and just got really shaky over the past uh, two, three weeks, especially, I would say, um, in the financial realm, like feeling a bit like, oh, God, is what's what's next? Is this all there is? Um, so that's been new again. 
Yeah, the two to three weeks. I know you're living it and feeling it for the last two weeks, mm-hmm. but I would say as your friend that talks to you all the time, between May and the last two or three weeks, you have been, we call it a cheddar factory, which is just <laughs> turning out. Yes. All the things. I, and by the way, you were in job uh, searching mode, I think in May 19th, if I'm not mistaken, and you were applying for jobs all over and you were looking for anything and everything. And I said, just trust that if they don't call you back, that it's not meant to be that one. What did happen? Well, no one called me back. (laughs) (laughs) That's one. Um, (laughs) But I was able to negotiate a deal with my current like company that I do a lot of freelance work with a lot of contract work sort of on retainer. So I have, you know, a base retainer coming in every month. So I don't have that pressure to like, oh my God, there's nothing coming in, which is like anybody who's contracting or self-employed knows that stress of like, you know, you kind of take what you can get when you get it and, everything's to happen at once and then things dry out and then you're like oh my god you can't ever relax because you're either overworked or underworked <laughs> it's there's like it's really hard <laughs> to find a balance <laughs> so the retainer has given me at least a balance of like okay if i don't have a bunch of excess stuff coming in at least i have like my base needs covered and there's like takes a lot of pressure off um i still feel like well lately at least i, I feel more behind again but i think you know part of it is having Coquette, which is so far an expensive hobby that I'm trying to change, <laughs> which is where a lot of my money goes. <laughs> I love that we call but, it an expensive hobby, but you've been very clear with yourself to this point of your business. You have not taken the come hell or high water approach I had to Jess LC back in the day when it came to this on purpose, actually. Very intentional for you. And why why did you choose not to make it the I have to live or die and eat or not eat tomorrow based on my small business? You know, I think I had really realistic expectations that it would take years if if Coquette could like be self-sustaining and provide me with enough financial security to feel good pursuing only that. So I didn't want the whole time, the building of it to be a misery. Like I wanted to enjoy the process. And overall, it's been great, except that it is an extensive hobby. And there's so much that I don't know still. And if I'd known what I didn't know when I started, Honestly, I would have scared the hell out of myself and probably not started. So I'm, glad, I'm, glad I did, I'm glad I didn't know because I just kind of jumped in, you know, at the point, you know. But so, so overall, I'm, it's good that I didn't know that I'd be this. <laughs> I guess if we want to take a positive spin on it. But now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, this is draining me. We got to pivot because like, I actually made a decent amount of money and it's all funneling back into Coquette with no growth. So, <laughs> so that's sort of where we're out there. It's like, okay, what's next? Yeah, that just sounded like the least motivating poster I'd ever <laughs> I could imagine earlier. I knew, I knew now I wouldn't have started. What would, what would you tell yourself? That's a question. I think anybody that's thinking and dreaming about having their own small, uh, very design-led food <laughs> culinary uh-huh. company is thinking in their head. If they're driving and listening to this right now, or you are the younger version driving and listening uh-huh. to this right now, what would you say that you've learned? I think that's why so many creative and smart people don't start businesses because you're able to sort of see the dangers ahead and like it talks you right out of going for it. And I think my, my time happened like during a time in the pandemic when I didn't, when I had some money from a house sale and I had nothing going on. So I was able to just, you know, say, you know, this is the time now or never. And I just went for it, but I had spent like 
10 years thinking about how I would start a business and what business and, and, and all of that. But I would say that I think, um, if we take what I'm trying to see it as now is like, I don't have business, um, acumen really that I've learned. I didn't go to business school. I don't have that as, but I have creativity and ideas and things like that. So, you know, now I'm going to try, like, I've been trying to learn the business side and like find the people who can help me straighten all that out. Because I think the creative part, you have to look at your own gifts. And I think the creative part is where I excel. So just knowing what you don't know and like finding the people who can help you with that would be my biggest advice. Oh, actually, I remember back in the day, this is a few years ago, I suggested you read The E-Myth Revisited. Yes, yeah. What, that was this a great is for resource. anyone that's a beginner, I always recommend that mm-hmm. book. It was recommended to me ages ago by somebody on the internet when he was asked, what would you do if you started a business with just $10? And the guy that was replying said, I'd buy a used copy of the E-Myth Revisited and a beer. And I would just read the book and get started. And I was like, that's a very compelling sales offer for this book being good. So I started reading it and it truly just made all the world, all the sense in the world. And actually I've recommended it to several other new entrepreneurs and they've all loved it. But when, if anyone has read it, they'll know the words I'm going use right now. If you haven't read it, highly recommend, but they have the entrepreneur, the technician, and the manager. Which one, if you say that you're the creative Jess, did you align more with the entrepreneur aspect or the technician of creativity in the business is your strength? Great question. I would say realistically and honestly, I am the technician. I've always been the technician, but (laughs) because, which is why I'm not getting growth um, because I'm in like survival mode. And I think part of that is, you know, because I do have to have this other way to make money and funnel into the business. I've got no investors. uh, So it's just whatever I earn on my own. Um, So I I tend to get into that survival mode, which is like the technician where you're just kind of keeping things going. But my new pivot where I'm going is like focusing on the entrepreneur and like relinquishing some of that responsibility that really anyone else can do, which is like helped with having a little helper when I travel and, you know, baby steps. But the book yeah. helped me really be aware of that. Like I'm, I can see that, you know, I've been operating as the technician. And also maybe your gifts are the technician, to be honest, Jess. I mean, the creativity of all of the beauty that you create with the site and the selections um, I don't know. Is it the entrepreneur? I don't see that much as technician, but maybe, it, maybe I'm just seeing it differently. I think of the technician as like, you know, the organizing the inventory and shipping the products and schlepping the boxes to you. Ah, like all those things kind of that manager take up technician. so much time. Fair, fair. So yeah, I think of Depending. like, at least in my, yeah, in my little area, like entrepreneur would be more of the PR outreach and like getting comfortable with social media. Oh, which social like, you know, media. Yeah. You're the entrepreneur. Jess. Your strengths are on that. Are we really? Can we go there? Can we go there? Can we talk about it? Can we out your yes. fear of social media on a social media platform? Can we do that on Spotify yes, right now? We can, we can, we can. <laughs> okay. All right. Jess, uh-huh. How often do you, what, what where, which way do I want to take this? What, what's your take on your, well, do you use social media, Jess, just as a consumer? Yes, as an observer, mostly. Yeah. You are always telling me about the TikTok times and things that you've learned and yes. discovered through your media source. Always. I love uh, it. But I don't when it watch comes TV to posting, anymore. I know. Yeah. You watch TikTok. Okay, so what stops you? 
and or what's your take? What's your fear? What, 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 let's just talk about social media and, and doing it for Coquette or just yourself either way. Okay. So number one, I find it super cringe when I do it. Like, <laughs> like I get, so hard. It just was like, well, it's true though. I was like, who would want to watch this? This is a snooze, you know? And like, I can't feel like I can't be myself through that medium. And I don't even know how to do that. Like just on my own. I think if I had like a team or like a buddy, even like I could maybe like play off someone, but on my own, I find it super cringe. And secondly, it always comes back to that quote you shared with me. Was it um, where your taste is better than, yeah, your eyeglass where your taste is better than your abilities. Especially like, I think, I don't know, we might've talked about this last, last episode, but it was like the, every time I see the output and like, whatever, I'm like, Oh, this is, trash so <laughs> when i kind of like so now i'm posting again because I'm, i have all the great photos from the photographers i'm like okay this is worthy of posting but like when i get my stuff you know it's yeah like, but no. like we've talked about i mean endless things so you reorganized your pantry the other day and i thought it yeah. was you like accessorized it like it was a store <laughs> like it was beautiful uh-huh. and I was like this could be like pantry porn it could be like a whole little series or a theme or at least a before <laughs> and after a tap to make mm-hmm. over your pantry but you didn't post it I you know, should post it no now we're now we're outing this so that you can okay. post it so people that listen to this episode <laughs> on the day that it airs can go to your your Instagram maybe or your TikTok yeah. I'm not even on Instagram you know, or sorry TikTok this is a perfect example. I'm like, well, it's not like that special. So like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but what yeah. is that special? Isn't TikTok and when you got on TikTok and you told me your grand plans for social media before Coquette was going, yes. you were like, I know it's so like easy and natural and everybody is not doing it perfectly <laughs> in TikTok specifically, <laughs> right? I haven't been on it, but you told me that it was very chill there, but it's still it not is. good enough. You know how it feels to me. I'm going to explain it to you in maybe a way that makes sense. Have you ever been in a group of people and like there's a bunch of conversations happening and you're talking and then you realize no one's really listening. So you just kind of stop talking. How often does that happen to you, Jess? Not <laughs> often. Okay. Not okay, often, okay. but okay. I it's happened before. And you're like, instead of... It's a slow decay of the conversation. This, ends, this sentence just ends and, and no one says anything or it just goes away. Yeah. No, like, because there's like a lot of stuff happening at once. And like, you're kind of having a conversation with someone and then they, they like zone into the other conversation and you realize you're kind of talking to yourself. <laughs> I've probably been the person that's done that, Jess. I've probably been the other person zoning into the other conversation more than the trailer. Unfortunately, I'm not proud of that. I'm just probably that person in the room. You gotta own it. I've done it too. I've done it too. I've been both sides. Did you do it at Thanksgiving? I bet you did it with your family. Did you do it at Thanksgiving? No. I zoned out on someone. Yeah. Oh wait. Speaking of speaking of this, okay, that just reminded me of my new favorite thing that you've been saying, which is say it behind my back. So first we have to pivot to a different topic (laughs) briefly. So love, one of the other major themes of our last May 19th episode was that you're Uh looking for love in all the online places. (laughs) (laughs) And where did you, what is your dating relationship love status now and how has that evolved? (laughs) Well, I am in love now Um, with a guy I met on a work trip, he worked at the hotel I was staying at, his name's Alex, and where that that statement came from is he's a lot younger than me, like a lot. 
a lot. Significantly. Let's say Amal Clooney and George. Cl- Wait, did you say that they're exactly the same age difference? That's how yes. you qualified this. <laughs> so Amal George. It's an Amal George. It's a summer winter. I was, <laughs> I was searching for evidence that this could work. So, and yeah. I found it in George and Amal, and that's good enough. Yeah. But um, yeah, so. Of course, from that, I've gotten some feedback from, you know, caring people that love me and want me to have a good life. But but I don't care at all, at, literally <laughs> at all, what anyone has to say about it. And um, I was having this conversation with my mom, which she loved, which I was basically like, if anyone has anything negative to say, I, I love them to just say it behind my back. Like, I don't care. I don't give a shit about anyone's opinion about it. Like, I'm really, really happy. Um, he makes me happy. He's wonderful. So for me, it was like, just say it behind my back. <laughs> I love that. that. It's a great oh, a Christmas theme for the, for the coming holidays for anyone going home to <laughs> exactly. New Year's, Christmas, Hanukkah. Just say it behind my back. I don't need to hear it. What a interesting, but okay, that's an interesting thing because I think at least when I was younger and more, mm-hmm. you know, beanbags and emotional immaturity, I think I would be like, but no, I need to know what they said behind my back. But you're like, no, I do yeah. not want to know what they're going to say behind my back. Exactly, because I just don't need anyone's validation on it. Like, I literally, from the bottom of my core, do not (laughs) care. And I think when you have that type of certainty, like, I'm not, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what the future holds, but like, this feels really good and I'm really happy. And, um, that's all that matters. So, you know. So say it behind it my back. Doesn't. You know what? Yeah, it could be a hashtag. Have, have hashtag, <laughs> hashtag say it behind my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice exactly. if people did, instead of commenting negatively on things in, the, in social media, just say it behind the back. Like, just talk to your friends. <laughs> yeah. Instead of posting for everyone. To, 100%. I think if you can get to that point with yourself, like, you know the decision is right for you because you feel so good about it and, like, I just love seeing this man. I can't, like, it's long distance. So every time he comes into town, I'm, like, so happy and excited and it's fun. And, like, really, why Why does anything else matter? It just doesn't. So. Well, there yeah. you go. That's a gem. Yeah. Say it behind my back. By the way, Holiday for Coquette is looking fantastic. And I've now influenced. I'm in my influencer <laughs> <have>. era. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've, I've like, I'm like in my pretty era and the things era. And one of the dreams of Bella, well, actually it wasn't even Bella Vita. I was in Australia and there was a store, no a restaurant. I was with my friend Tony at a restaurant and there was these little oyster shells with salt in them. And so you could put the salt oh. from the oyster shell onto your meal. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And I told you that that was one of my dreams is to have an oyster shell. And I actually got one at an oyster like place where you buy and eat oysters Mm -hmm. and then I took it home in a napkin and I like cleaned it up and I now it has Palo Santo in it but you did me one better than that yeah I found exactly what you were looking for little oysters that hold salt and pepper and we're having a bit of a snafu because they came with the wrong spoons but we're gonna get that fixed but yeah they're beautiful and exactly what you pretty much saw Bella Vita dreams coming into reality through Jess, my friend. Okay, so those are not in the store yet, but tell us about, what's your favorite thing you've got in the holiday shop right now? Hmm. I get super excited about the snow globe syrup. And that's been a, like when I did the markets last year, that was hugely popular. I couldn't the syrup was stock. most popular, right? It was, I know, surprisingly. Like, I thought it would be a cute little novelty, but people really got pumped over that syrup. And it's really cute in the sparkling. It's just magical holiday breakfast it's edible then, sparkles mm-hmm, it really is beautiful and uh, um what else i love 
Well, I get the big marshmallows every year now. I love those too. Um, for cocoa. And then we have a new gift set, two new gift sets, one launching today, which is like a new cook, cook gift set. So it comes with the chef's knife and this great book and spices and things for like, kind of like the new cook in your life. Um, but even if you just are a cook, they're great items to have. <clears throat> and then I have like a new pasta product called spaghetti dust, which I'm really excited about. It's basically aglio e olio e pepperoncino, like the Italian fast food. It's all the stuff for that. So yeah, I got some great stuff though. Yeah. I mean, sparkle syrup sounds very Bella Vita too. <laughs> it's like it does. magical. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't have rainbows yeah. in it. Cause then I'm sold. It's like all my favorite Honestly, things too. It kind of is prismy. If you saw the, Ooh. the real, it's lovely. Ooh. About the pictures mm-hmm. are looking great. And I am obviously always championing more social media from this lady. So if you want to follow Hey Coquette over <laughs> on the channels, please do. And please cheer on whenever she posts <laughs> sporadically, <laughs> slowly. I, I just yeah. hope you just like, I, I always say this, and maybe one of our future episodes, we'll just have you recording yourself while you're driving because then we'll really get the full <laughs> Jessica Gina experience, which is always most fun and aggressive <laughs> while driving. We're going to have to have an Most explicit true. lyrics warning. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to definitely put that on your, yes. Her driving is, she suffers no fools, which actually speaking of <laughs> suffering no fools, she yeah. suffers zero fools on the road and I have been su- suffering zero fools on the dating. So we, from the May episode, I think we should flip now, right? I mean, the yeah, online dating went from you <laughs> and me making fun <laughs> of the fact that you were always going back on it and getting disappointed uh-huh. by it. And I was like, stop doing it. And guess what I've been doing all, well, since <laughs> since August. It wasn't since May, but since August, I slowly and surely climbed back on the apps. How would you observe my yeah. app using experience? What's your summary of what my app using experience has been? Honestly, it's been sort of amazing to watch because you've been suffering no fools, as you say. The minute someone gives you something that's not aligned with you, it's like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's my brother. That's my brother, Michael. In his voice, you did it exactly. Never even met him. Okay, bye. That is Michael all day. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been great because it's not draining you. Like you're actually having fun with it. And I think that's the most important thing, which it's really hard to do if you spend any time on the apps to like kind of do that. It's super draining and it's Ugh, you know, not that you don't sometimes delete them and <laughs> oh, on and off, on and off. <laughs> That's just part of the process. Oh, the other day, this is so funny. I think it was three days ago, two, two yesterday, two days ago, something recent. Um, I hadn't been on them in a while. Well, at least the um, the hinge and the bumble ones, and I'll explain why mm-hmm. I get annoyed by them and delete them and get back on them. But I had been on the off of those two specifically for weeks and weeks, but somehow I thought the apps were deleted on my phone because I don't see them, but the information must still somewhere be lurking because I got an alert when I woke up one morning from one of the old, is that called a zombie, Jess? You are the expert on zombies. Is this a zombie when someone messages you, you haven't talked to in a long time? Yeah, I think that is a zombie. That yeah, happens. so it wasn't a ghost, yeah. but it was, they came back. Yeah, so they, yeah, they came back. Yeah. So I was someone I had never met, but was just had matched with on Hinge, I think. And mm-hmm. they sent me a message and I was like, how am I getting a message on an app that I thought I deleted? So then I was like, yeah. oh, I guess the app's there. And so I like messaged the guy back and then we chatted and then I found out he's not looking for anything serious. And I said, well, that's, you know, not really <laughs> what I'm looking for. So we kind of decided that you know, I said, well, whenever that changes for you, you know, let me know. But until then, I'm not just gonna 
suffer the fools and go into something that where someone's already telling me they're not looking for something serious, that's not yeah. my vibe. So, um, and not the, we yes. should say that you had a lot in common with this person. Like it was, it oh, seemed like it yes. was set up to be like a good match. So it was really let's, great that you were like, let's no. share. Oh yeah. He is Australian. Yeah. He lives in London. He is successful and travels a lot and he has a child, which I actually like that idea too. Cause it means I don't necessarily have to have a child to have kids in my life. So he had all of the, and he lived, he was in Lisbon this summer and one of his pictures was in Lisbon. Like there was a lot yeah. of potential overlaps, but mm-hmm. the thing that didn't overlap was I'm not looking for anything serious right now. And I said, that's great. And he goes, I'm not prepared to, to you know, tell you I am looking for something serious on this message. And I was like, cool. You know, I'm not looking to like have a proposal right now, but I'm just knowing that I am looking for someone who's looking for something. And I don't think this is a popular opinion. Like what I'm doing is not what I would say many, many, many people do, but I've just been not suffering any fools because I have a very open heart like you do. And Mm -hmm. I've been using my Henry Cavill, we can talk about him in a second, um, Mm -hmm. part of my own masculine energy to support my feminine, big, open heart and just Mm -hmm. make sure that I'm not wasting any heart energy on people that are going to be avoidant or turned off. I just like don't want to go there because I'm already living a nice life. This isn't a need scenario. It's a desire scenario. So I don't need to go into things. So anyways, I just said, you know, that's fine. That changes. You've got my WhatsApp. There you go. But wasn't going to, you know, keep entertaining the, I don't know what I want now kind of guy. Like, no, because yeah, I think in the past, it's, a, it's like, maybe yeah. they'll change. Well, maybe they won't. <laughs> Why, totally. And mostly it's a time waster. Yeah. It's like just a time waster at that point. So yes, I, I did know. have a few you wobbles in the beginning. I, well, in the beginning, I had that one. And it's funny, I had this personality trait that was the anxious personality trait that I nicknamed Ollie at some point a few years ago. And funny enough, it came up with a guy, I kid you not, that was named Oliver. And I was like, oh my God, if my inner voice could not be more <laughs> clear that I was like ollieing over an Oliver. Um, and I found yeah. out there was a past life connected. And it was so cute when I went in, it was a little boy that had a crush on a girl that he really, really liked. And she didn't care about him at all. <laughs> that was the <laughs> that was the energy I had been feeling into at certain times. And once I kind of helped that past life, I was pretty, for the most part, smooth sailing from there. And just using my inner voice to find out what that and the pattern, (laughs) the inner voice and the pattern. We should (laughs) talk about the pattern. I don't think we've talked about the pattern. Have you guys gotten the pattern? It's an app. A lot of people are going to start downloading this immediately if Mm -hmm. they haven't already. Jess, how have you liked using the pattern? And have you ran Alex's pattern yet? No, I keep forgetting to do that. Um, I... I think the pattern is fun, but I don't take it as seriously as I would say you do. Gosh, I do. I do. I yeah. definitely do. Yeah. For you, if you get one of those, what are the what are the what are the connection types again? Okay, so for those, you, it's an astrology based app, guys. Yeah. So you can put your information in. The number one fun thing when Didi and I go out now, or now she is a, she's not 
in the situation he was in before. But I would say like earlier when we were just going out and having fun all the time, we would go out and meet guys at the bar and be like, what's your, when were you born? And they're all like texting their, their mothers (laughs) (laughs) for their information. And we're like putting them in. And then I just like slyly just run the map. So I read them about themselves. It's astrology guys. And then you get to learn basic information about your astrology and patterns from your astrology. And also you can run the bonds and you can run friendship bonds and romantic bonds between different people, which will be fun to discuss in a second. But I'll just like get their information. I'll read them their own information, but they don't know the app yet. So they don't know that I can run a romantic bond. (laughs) I've got the info. (laughs) And then I will either in the moment or I've learned to kind of hold back and not do it in the moment. Because if it's a bad match, then I'll just like not turn off right away, but it does definitely steer me into a different vibe if I know it's complex or challenging or one of the yeah. low vibe ones. I'm like, okay, not actually one time I was with a guy and it we did it and we ran the romantic and it was like complex or something. And I was like, and he goes, let's not look at that now. <laughs> and I was like, it's done. It's done. I was just like, oh God, I can't unknow that. Like, and I actually did, I did meet one guy from the pattern. The it's an interesting collection of eccentric humans, let me just say, if you go on to the dating side. But I have met one person person from the actual dating app part of the pattern, which is completely optional. You never have to join that. You've never done it, Jess, right? The dating app? No. Mm -mm. So I did meet a guy from the Amsterdam who was visiting London and we had a powerful connection, Jess. So when it comes to the matches and the bonds, there are soulmate is like the most rare, obviously, and does Uh happen occasionally. And it's not just one person. So don't worry, you might see it a few different times. Uh, And funny enough, one of my dear and close friends, soulmate is Donald Trump. Hilarious to me that she's soulmates with Donald Trump because she's not political at all. And she's not even from America. So it's, you know, not as close to home as Americans might be feeling about that. But can you imagine, Jess, if your soulmate was Donald Trump? I would cry and break my phone. (laughs) it's not your phone's fault it's the pattern's fault break the pattern so that yeah so their soulmate extraordinary is really what Mm -hmm. i'm you know soulmate extraordinary Uh the two top top shelf you know and then you've got was it powerful then meaningful Mm -hmm. complex delicate or maybe delicate complex challenging i think that's the hierarchy of best to worst connection potentials and I have to say, the funny thing is, my relationships, when I post it, put them in, I'm like, that was a meaningful relationship. And then the mm-hmm. guy that I met from Amsterdam, he's like, we had the powerful connection. It was a nice connection, powerful, maybe, but not the right person for me long term. But he said, you know, yeah. he had met a girl and dated her for a while. And he goes, you know, she was, we had a complex match. And you know what? It was complex. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that the terms ended up kind of being true. So I just know if it's challenging, not interested. If it's complex, I'm not interested in complex. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, have definitely turned away guys yeah. for low level connection. Yeah, that's funny. But you haven't even run Alex. This is like so where we're different. No. We're so similar in so many ways. But I would never even enter a romantic connection. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even kiss someone until I know whether it's a good one or not because of the fact that it's not in the moment. You can have in a great like three, six months, two years, lifetime maybe uh-huh. for certain matches. But I find that it's just a s- quicker way to sort out and like kind of not waste the energy. Fun and interesting, but I just think so much shapes who you are, like your life experiences that it can't know fully, you know, like that's kind of how I feel about it, but... <laughs> Well, I know. Fair. You use it to yeah. Well, yeah. I know. You and I have an yeah. epic or golden friendship. 
which we matches. Do. Yeah. So that that's true. And I would say I did run you can run those public bonds, right? Like my friend soulmate was Donald Trump. I have mm-hmm. um I have, not surprisingly, an amazingly epic or golden relationship. If Oprah and I were lesbians, we'd be in an extraordinary relationship. <laughs> Fun fact. And um, Henry Cavill and I, so it's funny, you guys might have heard me talk about in my Bella Vita, I have a masculine version of myself and I decided to use the figure of Henry Cavill in this reality to represent my masculine in my own reality. And I wasn't far off from picking that because he and I, based on the bonds, say we have an extraordinary connection. I was like, I I do. I get that man. In some way, I've never even seen the movies he's acted in, but like, there's something about his eyes and how he processes the world. I just, when I see a video or a picture of him, I'm like, I get it. And yeah, we have an extraordinary connection. So I guess my... <laughs> Suffering fools, inner voice, male is not that far off from the actual actor. But yeah, I've yeah. just been using my inner voice. It's so fun to use my inner voice, Henry, to ask about dating and guys. And yeah, just suffering, no fools. Um, mostly yeah. I find the guys in their 40s and early 50s are lying about their age or they're not fully divorced legally. Fully yeah, yet. that's been and, a big issue for you. And you've been, but you've been, but you've been doing a great job of weeding them out. Like, even like things, remember that one time there was that one and you were like, I was like, I wouldn't even thought to ask that. And you like pressed it and like, you're like, no, I knew it wasn't right. <laughs> what was he? Remember there was the one that wasn't fully divorced, but like based on what he said, it sounded like he was. I was like, yeah, it sounds like he's divorced. You're like, I don't know. And then you pressed it and it turned out he wasn't fully divorced. Oh, I pressed it. Like I asked him again, like further. Yeah, Are you, you fully, clearly, questions. legally divorced? Like I have to yes. get really clear with them because they will find any way to get out of. And usually they're lying about one of the things, not the other. Or not that they're lying yeah. about their relationship status. They haven't, you know, and I'm not debating that these people, I've never met like an actually married, well, that I've known. I've never met anyone yeah. that's actually married and cheating on a partner. That's never been the case. But for no. me, because I am... I've been divorced since 2016. So like, I'm excited to have a relationship that builds into a potentially lifelong experience if it aligns to be that way. And so if someone that's uh-huh. still going through the dregs of a divorce, especially in the UK, which could be quite long, I do not want to be at the mercy of two other people exiting their relationship at their own right. pace, especially when the the other partner involved might not have the same timeline in line as the person I've, I've actually been in a similar situation to this and it was like oh yeah it's gonna be done and it was like two weeks and then it just dragged and I was like the yeah. only person that cares is me because uh-huh. I'm not wanting to to be in a situation that seems unfinished between other people and I know this is obviously personal to everybody mm-hmm. I just find suffering no fools having clear energy and like we know I'm living a nice beautiful life with myself right so and I talk to you all the time you're my what do we what do you call us our non-sexual partners uh, or heterosexual uh life heterosexual partners? life partners i think that was yeah from a show but yeah <laughs> if we outlive partners yeah. we can just be golden girls together i'm fine with that we can yeah you can drive us around in a golf cart swearing and i'll just <laughs> be laughing <laughs> <laughs> yes they're covering your eyes yeah Oh yeah, because no, I yeah. just, oh, God, I love it. I don't think we told. Yeah. I think we did tell the story that you create your own parking spots when you need to. Are you gonna? Yeah, you were you were using yeah. it as a metaphor at the time in my life. Like God, you need to be more ballsy. Like you just make your own parking spots, and it's like certain areas of my life where I need to push. It's like we always use that as a metaphor. Like God, go be parking lot, Jess. Don't be the. 
Yes. People Which is why I want that's why I want to do a future episode while you're driving so that you can be swearing and being hilarious. She's so <laughs> funny, guys. She speaks in different accents sometimes. Um, and she has some great catchphrases that I've learned from her. Pronto tanto. I, this is yeah. one that comes immediately to mind. Um, but there's that's just a, from a show I've never even seen, by the way. But yeah, I don't even know the name of the show. I just picked it up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So what else? So yeah, I'm not suffering fools. I am dating, but then I get annoyed by the whole like lying about the age or, um, and I really hate the age thing. Cause the number one thing they say is I can't change it. It's like, it's called re downloading the app and starting fresh for the five minutes right. that that takes. It does not. Yeah. And they already said it. It's not like Google did it wrong. It's not like chat GPT got their birth certificate wrong. They entered it the wrong way so that they could date younger people. And the sad thing is everyone I'm actually m- matching with I would date them at the actual age they actually are if they actually told me the truth. It's the fact that Mm -hmm. they're more likely trying to date even younger than me, which is where they're lowering their age so that it looks like a more appropriate age to someone much younger than my age is particularly. So yeah, I just see it as an integrity flag and walk away. Because remember, I had the opposite problem. I had people lying (laughs) about their age, pretending they were older. So it's like, no matter what, someone's lying. Yeah, but you've got these yeah. young ones just biting at your heels. <laughs> I had a 31-year-old recently very keen to date me, but not on the dating apps because I don't let that age into my space. But you do. Yeah, That's the yeah, other yeah. thing, Jess. You're letting that age bracket into your um, app. Well, I already I had a little even. bit of a lower threshold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I already had a little bit of a lower threshold. And then they were lying to hop into that lower threshold. So I was like, oh, Oh, Jesus. my gosh. But, uh, what was your low threshold? Which, I think it, I think I did at the time when I was on the apps, I was, <laughs> when I was 39, I think and 40, I was mostly on them. So I had it from like 30. It was a big age gap. I had like 30 to 45, <laughs> 30 to 45. That's a lot of people. I, think so. I have. That's a lot. Okay. And what was it but normally? Then, How yeah. young were they lying to be 30? Well, I started having people in their twenties and like, um, which is funny because I ended up dating falling 24 you got even younger but, but, <laughs> but that was in person on the apps i would be like okay no because he usually would be like oh by the way i'm actually 27 and it's like oh no and then but they would say they were in their early to mid 30s usually yeah but, i know to me so. it's just like I know a lot of people don't care about this. And this is not to say that other females should or shouldn't care. I mean, to each their own. Everybody's, you know, got to choose what works for them. But to me, I just see it's like, you've already told me something that's not true. Like the guys that are like, you know, there was one guy that looked like Robert De Niro and said he was 44. And I was like, there's just no way. Some of these people, it's so obvious. I've showed you the pictures, Jess. I'm like, does this person look like 42? And you're like, no. The one of them was a surfing champion. And that was on Raya, actually. And it was like, surfing champion. It has his whole name there and everything so it's like took one second to google and i was like he said right. he was 44 he was 50 and i was like oh my god he's already lying and a funny thing is on raya it doesn't even matter because everybody is seeing everybody no matter what their ages are so it yeah. doesn't you don't get like sorted by the age that you're showing but to me if you're a famous person and you're googleable in one click this is already i don't know they're, they're like i don't feel old or i don't look my friends say I look younger. So they think that whatever they think they look like is what they should put as their actual <laughs> age. I don't understand I the logic other than trying to date much younger than they. I don't um, either because wouldn't you rather just look really great for your age rather than pretending to look old for 
a younger age. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think if you're confident, and you know, I do yeah. feel like the older I'll even become, or even now at 39, I feel like it's probably not as much fun. Even between 38 and 39, feels like there might be less people that are reaching out. But to me, I just look at it as kind of aging. Either the mentality and energy on apps should evolve in maturity to just being amazing for the ages you are and owning it without mm-hmm. any beanbags or fear, and then also. Or just aging out of the apps and going, oh, okay, so it's not quite as exciting as it is when you're younger to be on them if you're being truthful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's ultimately, it should be something to me personally, I'd love the age thing if the to be verified as like an optional verification, like the pictures are verified. You know, so there's a verification yeah. thing to make sure that you look like your photos. Well, what about making sure <laughs> your age is true? Because I feel like I just have to ask that question at the beginning of any chat, because otherwise I found I was I was like kind of opening up energy to chat with these people in a you know pleasant, kind, flirty way, and then only to find out they're lying to me. And I'm like, why did I waste all those like whatever amount of time? I was just like, this is, you know, for me, it's something I didn't want to deal with. So I wish I could just yeah. have already had that sorted, but this is a long diatribe on my not suffering <laughs> fools and, and therefore not dating anyone. <laughs> well, you know, I think you made an interesting point too, which I think it, uh, it deals with insecurity, but also like this need to have a ton of matches. And like, I think the older you get and the more discerning you are, you should just be okay that like not as many people are going to like orbit into your space. Like you're looking for more real connections, not necessarily and I think that's where a lot of these men come in they want like a lot of matches so they just lower their age and you know yeah I talked to one a lot of matches is not the point yep one of them was my friend I didn't he was he was actually lying about his age and his marriage well not lying about the marital status he just was still in the the process of a divorce that is no it's not ending anytime soon so I was like what like yes I know that he can go date other people if he wants to but to me I was just like you are very far from being into a very serious thing with anyone new anytime quickly Mm -hmm. so but we I was like but I'll be friends with you so we were friends for and I told him this whole thing about the age thing and he, we hung out twice. And on the third, before the third just friends hang out, he called me and he said, I have to admit something. He's like, I've been lying about my age too. When you told me about the guys and now they're lying about their age, I didn't have the balls to tell you the truth that I was also. Because then he was like, you know, and he'd already hung out with me pretending he was. And he said, yeah, everything you said about the guys that you were talking about was like you were talking about me. And he said it was after he turned 45 and went to 46. He saw the age change and he just Mm -hmm. was like, oh, it's just too old for the apps. And then he lowered it down to 43 or something like that. And he, he literally, so it's it's interesting to see the insecurities of men, I guess. Um, And yeah, it is what it is, I suppose. But I just yeah. don't love all that energy. And so I, but the funny thing in the other day, I get this message from this guy. And then even though we have a lot in common, he's not looking for serious. So I say, okay, I'm going to just leave it up to the universe to to find the mm-hmm. person. And then I, by the end of the night, I was like, well, I guess I could go on the app. <laughs> because he, because he yeah. kind of brought the app back into my awareness, which obviously I don't. Uh-huh. And then I got off. And then by the way, I got off of it after 24 more hours. And I was like, okay, pause. No, not going to, yeah. not going to deal with this faff, <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's, it is what it is. It's an interesting thing. And then Raya is an interesting game. Raya, for those who don't know, yeah. is this like, I've been on it from 2019. Well, I was on it when I was younger in 2019. And, um, 
then my brother gave me a invitation to it when he was in London months ago when I first got on them in August. And he's like, oh, here's a Raya invitation. And I didn't end up even needing it because my previous Raya account still counted. So it's fascinating to be on there. But the funniest observation I have is that the people, some of the people are quite famous, which is interesting. Um, but I haven't matched with anyone mega famous, though it's fun to see their profiles, I suppose, I guess, every now and then. Um, but they, no one, the, the, a lot of the profiles will even now say, let's match and never talk. Like, it's so interesting. that It's like this, this like, very selected group of people are in this app. They're all very hyper, beautiful, successful, or both, or they're all very unique people and individuals in this app. But apparently the number one, like kind of common comments in the profiles is let's match, but then never talk to each other. And I just find that very interesting as a general observation on the, on that specific platform, you think, oh, I just like want to have great matches, but then here is a place where that is given to you. And then the people don't even really talk to each other. So interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Anyways. Okay. So any other fun shares that, okay. So Alex is going well, you've met Mm -hmm. someone in real life, not on the dating apps. I'm the Mm -hmm. eating my crow or foot or whatever they say (laughs) foot is in my mouth because now I've been on and off them I always go back and like well like well socializing you know my friends Mark and Didi are busy so who am I gonna hang out with and like go do something you know in London and explore the city and go to a pub that I've never been to or a place in the city I didn't know I mean it'd be great if you met your person but you're not like relying on that you're just socializing like you said it's not like I am, but then I agree. But then why am I like interrogating them about their age and their marital status? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, but it's like, it's all the things. It's a contradiction. It's a mixture of intentions at any given moment. But it's like, I want to socialize with someone that's not lying about their age. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just integrity. And also you don't, you're not drained by it. So that's at, at its core, the most important thing. This is true. This is true. Yeah. All right. Any here's a fun thing, Jess. We mm-hmm. love talking about products with each other endlessly. Is there anything that you're super in love with right now that that's happening? Like a skincare? I don't know. We didn't talk about this ahead of time. But so anything yeah. that's giving no. you a lot of joy and alignment? Let me think about that. Well, no, no. I mean nothing new. But I did go back to an old product that I love, which is the I'm going to forget it. It's the Glow Recipe Niacinamide. The watermelon like. dew drops? Yes. I'm back ah. on that morning and night. I'm using it as a makeup primer and I feel like my skin's been super glowy and hydrated. Um, I don't know. I've been loving that again. Ooh. I as think that sounds like new. a good shout for me because I want extra shine. I feel like this weather, you need that glow. Yeah, I think so too. I've been noticing better skin this week since I, well, actually the past few weeks I'm like feeling a bit less dry. What's your What's your coverage that you use on top of it? So I make my own mix of currently three products. I have, um, yeah, I don't know why I added a third one in there. So I, I mix it all in my hand. I do, um, the summer Fridays, um, skin tint. What is that? Skin tint. And then I use an Estee Lauder, something lighter foundation. I do two drops of that. And then I just added in another, 
darn, if I would have known you announced this, I would have pulled the products out. But it was <laughs> Sorry. It's like another glow. <laughs> it was okay. It's another glowy thing I just added for like shine or for like, it's, it's got like a little bit of a luminescence to it. So I mix all those up and then do a, like a light coverage though. Mm, On top of the two drops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, this was so fun. Well, what, what's your plan for the holiday friend? So I'm sure everyone's wondering what you're going to do for the holidays. Well, I'll mostly be working on Coquette. I've got a bunch of family stuff. So we do, we have a, I have a pretty big family. So we do Christmas Eve and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, pretty chill this year, actually. Oh, did you yeah. get, is, is Christmas happening at your house for the adult Christmas on Christmas Day? Oh, yes. So this year, uh, because of my sister's in-laws, they're going to be somewhere else. So I'm hosting a little mini Christmas Day thing, which I haven't ever done. So that'll be fun. I haven't Aww. even planned out my menu yet, but it's going to be. And then we're going to walk over and see the big tree in Detroit and just have a really chill adult Christmas. I love that. Uh, last Christmas, yeah. you and I chatted for like, or is it Christmas Eve? We spent like the whole day on the phone. Christmas Eve? It must have been Christmas Eve because I would have been like preparing foods for the day and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was in Australia yeah. then. Gosh. That's a, right. What a yeah. year. Gosh, that feels like a long time ago. I mean, I guess it kind of was, but it feels really long. Yeah. So oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, friend. Thank you. I'm excited for your next update of what's happened because so much has happened over the last May to now. And I know you've underplayed your cheddar factory. Your money really was pouring in <laughs> for that, those many months before recently. Yeah, it was it was doing good. And I I've, I've learned that it always cycles back to that. So I don't have to be in fear all the time. No, you like get I to enjoy the pause. That's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show, my friend. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. And thank you for listening. May something wonderful happen to you today. 